Welcome to Table Talks. As you can see, we're not in church today. Yeah. Because of this whole, you know, only six people in the building thing, we can't take up the space. Yeah, because there's more important stuff, the church. Not that this is not important. But anyways, we are not recording in church because of the pandemic. Yep. And whatever that's happening in Malaysia. Yep. If you're not listening yeah. from Malaysia. Okay, but yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Paul is always judging me for what I'm saying on mm, the podcast. I should. But anyways, we just want you to know that our creative director. Our only videographer. Our media director. Our lighting instructor. Our video editor. Our everything oh, behind the scenes. The only person. Would mm. like you to know that he is sorry because the quality is not as... The audio quality today is not going to be as nice because we're sharing one And the mic. aesthetic is also not pretty nice. Well, it's not bad, I think. We are doing a sofa talk. Mm. Sofa talks? Sofa talks. There's no table. But anyways, we are still presenting it to you because... Sofa talks. We're talking about what we've got so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna start. And there's no special guest for the week. Oh, there's yeah. no yeah, but Because um, we started with like no special guest. Yeah, it was just the two of us. So yeah, we're gonna so wrap we're gonna, it up with the two of us. Yeah. And And we're gonna instead of just like talking about So for you guys, in Life Root we asked you what did you learn through the Shema series. We're gonna talk a bit about what we learned while preparing the Shema series. Yeah, but before we go there, hmm. we're actually also merging it with like strength because that's where we're at we haven't like covered the last word of the shema series that is correct which is ma'od ma'od yeah which is ma'od and then so we are going to be talking about strength Mm. like muscle strength muchness strength it's not much it's not muscle strength guys Mm. i was just kidding with you if you didn't know that already you should go to life group three weeks ago watch the bible project video guys Mm. this is not sponsored by yeah okay but <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be talking about muchness. So, so did you have difficulty <laughs> understanding muchness when we first like when we got to the topic of muchness? Did you have trouble understanding it? Yeah, cause when you talk about strength, everybody's like muscle strength, like muscle, like how heavy can you do it? Or like, or maybe loving God with like how good you can love God. I don't know. It was just unclear to me. I think. Or like one specific talent or uniqueness. Yeah. Something like that. Like, there must be this one thing that you mm. can love God with, right? But then we discovered um, while we are reading the Bible, when we are learning about the context of the whole Shema series, we realized that's not really what it was. It was something to do with, like, muchness. Mm. What you have right now that mm. you can use to love God, love others, right? And it could be, like, intellectual power or it could mm-hmm. be physical ability like yeah. in the new testament yeah. in the old testament it was just strength but in the new testament jesus used like love god with all your mind yeah. and all your strength yeah. so that gives us a bit of a clearer picture mm-hmm. um, but when we did the topic what we discovered that sometimes people have common muchnesses that we can love god with you know like yeah when we're in school we all have we all have quite a fair bit of time the ability to study yeah most of us yeah most of us can yeah. speak language we can communicate with other people we can encourage yeah a lot of us love music yeah so so sometimes um our muchness might we might share muchness with mm-hmm. other people it might be similar but there are other times where um 
there are things unique to us that God has given to us. Mm. And and those things are not to be seen as more important than the other things because yeah. it's not a comparison. Yeah, definitely. It's just like to recognize that love God with your muchness. Yeah. Whether it's extremely unique form of muchness or a common form of muchness. It yeah. doesn't matter. But as long as we have it, we recognize there's a privilege that we just have things that we can use to mm. serve God and bless the people around us. And I think sometimes we find that we want to like downplay our muchness. Like, no, it's not something that I can use to like bless others or love God. And also sometimes we feel like we don't dare to say out that we can actually do it because it might be like weird for others like yeah, sometimes yeah. in Asian culture, you don't like you don't go around telling people yeah. what you're really good at. If you at. said it's like, not... "Oh, I think I can play the guitar well, and I want to play the guitar to serve God," then people are like, "Oh, show off!" Oh, like, what? What a show off! Bragging. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's not about that. It's about being like honest with what you can do for God, and no matter how weird it is, like, I think people who can fold origami is pretty cool. I mean, I have seen how like. Um, this person that we know can like fold very interesting shout out to Ian <laughs> origami and then like we all like all the girls we always make like very nice letters and envelopes and then he would like fold his letter in this really cool way and that's his way of loving people too I mean stop looking at it like we should stop looking at it like it is just it just have to be like what everybody else is doing like God has given us each individual unique abilities or whether like you said it looks a lot like others or it doesn't look at all, we can use it to love God and love others. Sometimes I think it's also because we're insecure. So like yeah. when we see other people loving God with their muchness, we, we wonder, is that better or is what we're doing better? Yeah. And which is completely pointless at times. Yeah, if we get lost in the comparing game, like, yeah. oh, wait till I'm as good as this person. Then you can't appreciate. Yeah, wait till I'm as good as that person to speak, then only I will dare to go speak to someone else about God. But it's not about that because that person have that person's muchness to use and you have your muchness to use. And yeah, I guess we just want... And we got to grow past that mindset. If yeah. not, we can't appreciate when somebody else is loving God with their muchness and we yeah. end up putting them down at times. Yeah. And we can't appreciate when there are things that we can do that God has given to us, even if it looks similar to other people and we just end up not doing it. Yeah. Just because someone else does it. And just the greatest pity of it all is if we just do nothing mm. with loving God with our strength, you know? Yep. Just letting it be. And that would be really a waste. Mm. Yeah. So, that's how we feel about mold. I think that was really interesting. To just dive in and see what the word really meant. Yeah. Yep. How, about, how about like just taking back a step looking at the whole series since this is like our last taking a step back to realize that oh yeah we actually finished the whole series yeah yeah we've been at it since August I was quite surprised really August I thought even earlier maybe maybe somewhere in July July, but it was that a bliss call that kicked it off maybe we should check when we post the podcast yeah and this is the first series that we have ever done a podcast so we actually did it yeah Joyce is really proud of this podcast thing like a shout out to everybody who has been involved in the podcast and has been involved in preparing the Shema series. We are so grateful for you Thanks, guys. Thanks guys. We are grateful for the team that is behind working. Like most of you wouldn't know, but 
a lot of people put in a lot of effort to like do the slides, do the discussion, do the podcast, edit the podcast, translate, translate, do the series, do the series. <laughs> and you live, and the life group leaders are yeah. Like, shout out to all the life group leaders for and going and preparing and doing week. it. Yeah. Now we're talking on top of each other. I've no. never done this shout out, shout out thing. I found it quite <laughs> weird, but yeah, thanks guys, great job. Why? Why can't shout out means like we're telling? I'm not one of them. Not shouting. That's first of all. Ah, poi. Mention out. He's not cool enough for shout. I don't out. follow. That's all. Okay. I'm wondering if people can actually hear you. I'm sure they can. Okay, good. So, taking a step back, let's. Let me ask you a question, okay? Like, what do you think... Oh, this first time somebody's asking me a question. Cool. What it's usually me asking. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You yeah. If you guys look back at the first podcast, I did ask you a question. But anyways, let me ask you a question, okay? <laughs> what was the most impactful thing for you for the whole series? And what was, like, what stood out for you? What was something that you learned? Even though you, like, prepared it. Um... Together with the team. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that if I'm preparing, I can't learn, first and foremost. Because exactly. actually, like, going into it and, like, really trying to understand the words and the context that has been said and, like, just following along with the narrative of the Bible up to that point in Deuteronomy where Moses gave this speech, um, I think I learned the most in studying the three words at the end, the the heart, the soul, and the strength. Because mm. I think um, coming from a, coming from a like church background and trying to trying to make sense of it and understand, um, I wanted to have pretty rigid like answers of mm. what is this and what is this and what is this like. What is the heart? What is the soul? And what is the strength? But when I studied it, and then I I had to give a bit of allowance to try and understand what did the Hebrew writers want to explain when they were yeah. writing the words, then I, I realized like, obviously how they studied or their form of science is different from our form of science mm. today. So like when the video says like, oh, uh, the Hebrew writers did understand the concept of a heart as like a beating organ in the body, but that's not what they meant. I had to like, I had to just slow down and think like okay so what did they mean by heart what did they mean by soul and what did they mean by strength what did god mean in the bible by those things and when i did study those things i realized like the 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 sort of desire to want to like okay now you do this so you love god with your heart now you do this so you love god with your soul now you do this so you love god with your strength is the wrong way to approach the shema because i think that's if if i did go into it um, that's what the Israelites did and that led to a very sort of rigid mindset where they they set very strict like standards of how how they will love God with their heart or how they will love, or how they will rather or rather how they will show that they love God with their heart or show that they love God with their soul or show that they love God with their strength because um also in the book of Deuteronomy, I'm I'm sidetracking from the Shema a little bit. Like Moses told them, you will if you obey these laws and these commandments, it will be like your wisdom to you. And if you love God, you will obey his commandments. You know? So then I think the Israelites took it a bit too far. And um they sort of flipped it around. It was not that if you love God, you will keep these commandments. 
they they took it such that if you keep these commandments, if you do these commandments, you prove that you love God. So they were just very busy like hitting the marks. Yeah. Like and they, trying to, they okay. were boxing God into a lot of different categories in their lives. Yeah, if I've done this, I've offered this sacrifice. Yeah. If I do this and I've done yeah. this, then means I've loved God. Yeah, but the whole, the, to- the totality of their lives and the totality of their nation um, was not loving God, which was why, as we see from the Bible, like it proves that the direction that their nation went mm-hmm. eventually was further and further away from God. Like there's a whole long story that we'll get into in the next series about how um there's Babylon and how Israel became You're just Babylon. Whoa, I'm giving tips. You just gonna mess with your mind. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, don't okay. go there. Yeah, okay, that's that's all I'll say. And and so yeah, there's a thing to understand about that. And I found that very, very interesting. And I was personally corrected about how like the Shema is not the attitude that you have when you are serving God. The Shema is the attitude that you have throughout your entire life in relation to God. It's not just a Sunday thing. Or a Saturday night when you're preparing, sharing thing, or when you are getting ready for your life group thing. Mm. It's a, when you wake up in the morning and you go through your day mm. and you end your day and you ask, what can you be thankful for? And you go into the next day if it's given to you and you relate with other people. And all those things sum together and you ask, in my relationship, in my in in my life, in my relationship with God and my relationship with other people, how should I live as somebody that says the God of the universe is my God? Mm-hmm. You? What do you learn? Yeah. I think just preparing it and just going through it, I was really blessed that it's just how amazing how the Bible was written that just one like Shema prayer has so many meanings in all the words and even just Shema, it's not just listen, but listen and obey are the same side, are a different side of one coin. And just understanding that loving God is really nothing to do with just saying, I love you. Just saying, I love you, God. And so easy, do we just constantly think that Loving God is just so much as whatever we can say. But it goes so much more deeper than that. And it goes through your heart, your soul, like loving God for your entire being, and then your strength, loving God for your muchness. I think it's very easy growing up in church. Um, Yeah, just like growing up in church when I was little, I would look at people and I'll see like those pastors and those ladies that are like, like leaders. just yeah leaders like just those people that people would love and then i'll be like i want to be like them one day i want to i want to be able to stand on the stage and like lead people and then that, that 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 means that oh i love god so much you know and i had that kind of thinking growing up when i was young but little did i know like wow god really changed my the way i think the more i wanted i really wanted to love god but I was just not sure if that was the, the mark that I'm supposed to reach, you know? Like, if you are a leader and if you're on stage and if you're good at talking and people like you, okay, that means you have loved God to the maximum ability. But I remember one day, one pastor was like, if you love God, would you start with just sweeping the floor washing and washing the, the toilet. church toilets? Oh, right, on. washing the church toilets for the whole year. And if nobody ever found out, 
And then it, it changed the way I think that loving God is not just that ideal thing. Because when I reach that ideal like being on a stage or whatever, then is it truly loving God or was I just trying to prove myself? But the fact that even wash, washing toilet is counted as loving God, I really started to say, yeah, maybe loving God is not like how we always thought it was supposed to be. And then what became even more crazier was when loving God was supposed to be, is supposed to be an everyday thing. Mm. That's a game changer because when you wake up in the morning, you become more and more aware that there's many things you're doing in a day that it's not really loving God. Or it doesn't look like it's loving God. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's loving God anymore. And your speech, the choices you make, Mm. and the things you do, it really made me realize, yeah, if I want to say I love God, and if I want to raise my hand in worship, and say that God, I will offer my whole life, and I will love you with all my heart, what does it mean? Then remember, like, in the series, we say heart is where our intentions are, right? Then I really say, God, I think loving God is a whole big thing. It's not just like a one-off thing. It's not just like, like you said, it's not just like when I become a leader, that means I love God or something like that, you know? So I really admire people who not just show in the big screen or on the social media they love God, but you can really see in their life the day-to-day discipline to want to put God first in their life. That is what I admire a lot. And that is what I strive for through this whole series. I am trying to really God help me. Like we also said in the series, we can only love God by depending on God's love. I think from this series, I hope people will just realize that loving God is really not words and it's an everyday thing. And yeah, I've, I've just been really blessed like yeah, through this whole series. So I'm sidetracking a bit, but <laughs> I think observing you, yeah. I think from like studying early child education oh. and doing intercultural studies, I think you realize that like loving God sometimes is not always like, yeah, it's new things and it's fun things to do. Sometimes it's, no. it's, it's just like studying your diploma and completing your diploma and learning well. Yeah. Because... Um, when you're in it, it might not look like, well, how am I loving God by studying hard? Or how am I loving God by learning so-and-so thing? Or having a right attitude towards yeah. learning or respecting my When teachers. I really don't want to learn anymore because yeah. it's really tough. Yeah. But but then once you, are, once you go through that process and you look back, you realize, wow, I actually really learned a lot from that particular class that I didn't like. And once yeah. you are done, when when all those when you take the initiative to integrate those different things that you learned and you challenge yourself and you ask like yeah. so for you it's kids that yeah. you've been wanting to like teach kids since you were like way, yeah, younger. way younger. That's been that's yeah. been a thing for you already. Yeah. And but going through that diploma was tough for you. I remember there was like a lot of <laughs> four AM nights and a lot of like I don't know how to do this assignment, I don't know how to do this yeah, essay, definitely. I don't like this lecturer, I don't like that lecturer, they're giving me very low marks, you know, they're yeah. they're grading me very tough and you went through it, but like once you were done and you look back and you realize like I wanted to teach kids and I had to go through this difficult process yeah. to be better equipped to teach kids. Yeah, and I want to do it because I love God. And I could use something that was so difficult to bless the children and like 
be able to draw them closer to God through like education and I wouldn't have looked at studying as a way to love God but like I said if loving God becomes your everyday the way you see things changes because mm. it's no longer just studying for the sake of studying mm. you know yeah. it's studying for the sake of serving almost yeah. And looking at a bigger picture. Because loving God allows you to have a bigger heart for things. Mm. To have a bigger picture like, how can I use this to bless others? And when the goal is to bless others, to see what I can give to people, it, it really becomes, it gives a different kind of motivation. You know, like what I'm talking about. Like, mm. If it's just for you see selfish, a bigger goal. Yeah, like if it's just for selfish gain to like, maybe when I become a kindergarten teacher, then I can earn more money. I don't think that goal would have sustained me through like all these years. Because mm. that's really not the case when they are like jumping up and down and they just wouldn't keep quiet. Just a lie. <laughs> if he's listening to this podcast, that's my student by the way. But um, yeah, see now all my other students are going to be like, why didn't I say their names? Of course, I, I know his name the most because I shout yeah, at him during basketball training. Yeah, but all of you training. are special to me, okay? All my yeah. students. A shout out to all yeah. my students. Yeah, but... you're special to her. <laughs> when you come for my training, you'll be special to me, so. We are so mean. This is like a promotion. I'm for plugging. Poise no, 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 let's not say it. Don't plug. Okay. <laughs> but, you see, now I lost track of... Um, yeah, what did I say? I was saying It's not how... easy to love God when, like, if not... Joshua Lai is a difficult student. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where we were. When I look at the students and when... Okay, to be fair, Joshua Lai is not a difficult student. Joshua Lai is a bit naughty sometimes, but he's is working Joshua hard. Is Joshua Lai the title of the podcast? No, 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 it's not. Okay, so when it's difficult, that's what I was trying to say. Yep. The bigger picture is my motivation yep. to want to bless people because I love God and I want to bless His people. And I think it's same for you, right? Like, now you have to work in the clinic at all. People will tell you like, oh, work so that you can like, because this occupation is like super money earning and stuff. Mm. But well, why do you want to like treat people? I think when you grow... Oh, you can tell people what you do. Older. I'm a chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah, the classic line is the... Oh, I watch YouTube, the click, click, crack, bone, that one person. Yeah, right. People love to so, hear the click, So there's that. Yeah. yeah um, so. But I think when you grow older, you have to adjust a little bit and you have to gain a slightly more, well, the word is robust or like um, comprehensive understanding of what it means to live as a Christian in the world and how you serve people and how do you love God. Um, because obviously if I'm, if I go and work in the clinic with the intention of every single patient that comes in, I want to preach the gospel to them. Mm. I'm probably going to have very few patients because I'm going to spend like a lot of time with all the patients. Doesn't mean it's bad. No, yeah, doesn't mean I can't share the gospel with my patients. Yeah, you still will share the gospel. Yeah, but but primarily in terms of my business, uh, I'm supposed to adjust them and help them get physically better so they can live life. Right. And and if I think about it in a sort of manner, God created people. He gave people life so that they can enjoy the life that he's given to them. Definitely. Yeah. As difficult as it may be, as challenging as circumstances might be in their life, or as good as it might be, God that's the gift of life that God gave to them. And so I, I see my position as somebody that is a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. 
um, I have the privilege of helping people get back to being able to experience life in a manner where they can function properly so that they don't have to like wow, bend over back pain uh, ankle pain uh, you know like Joel, Sean, Brian who have been yeah, coming right. to me yeah, yeah but yeah and and I think so I think like there are different ways that you can serve other people mm, yeah and in terms of my business adjusting people and treating them well is a way that I can serve them. Mm. I think it's so, yeah, it's so mind-blowing to just consider that loving God is no longer just a checklist thing and a box that we have to put ourselves into. And that makes it, that actually makes it even more difficult because yeah, you have to intentionally live every day of your life yeah. with the goal of loving God and loving others. Yeah, you said, like, how you say it's difficult, it truly is because now you have to consider everything. Mm. Everything that you're doing, you need to consider if you're loving God through those things and your daily life. And it's not so much about just saying something anymore. And, of course, it's always easier to take the easier road. But if you truly consider what God has done for you and if we love because He first loved us, then we we can't just know how much He loved us and decide the way we want to love God back is just to take the easy way out. But I hope that this series made you think to really consider what do I mean when I say I love God? And what do we mean when we Shema, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I hope it also makes people... I also hope that it doesn't paralyze people in thinking yeah. only, you know, to the point where you think and think and think and consider and ask like, is this the right time? Is this the right moment? Oh, no. Is yeah. there an ideal situation? where yeah. How do I know everything I need to know before I love God? Or how do I think about everything that I need to think of yeah. before I love people? And I don't think that's the intention either because yeah. I think there's definitely an aspect of humility and understanding that sometimes as much as we should think, we should definitely use our mental capacities to consider mm. and and weigh in like what are my intentions, what's my goal, how am I yeah. doing this, what's my attitude. But sometimes we have to learn along the way. And sometimes we make some mistakes here and there. And that's fine. And if we are just um, held back by fear, then we would never start mm. loving, you know? And if we consider, yeah. But it's That's just... me sometimes, you know, like... Just thinking and thinking and planning yeah. and planning, but not doing. Yeah, we think a lot. <laughs> we just like... Mm. Yeah. But the great thing is that we are loving a gracious, a merciful father. Yeah. A father that says that his mercy is on you every morning. Yeah. And that's, that's truly the promise and the assurance in this journey of loving God. Is that we're not loving somebody who would just turn his back the minute we messed up. His grace is enough for us and yeah you <laughs> just burped yeah sorry <laughs> sorry guys excuse me so i think yeah, that think it through consider it yeah and do it and do it and do it yeah don't wait do it love god right now at this moment with your life don't don't waste another second yeah find a skill work on it yes don't forget the daily things Look at your intentions. Remember to serve others. Know that your strength comes from God. Yeah. And we're just repeating all the... We're just drawing out bullet all the points of different... All of our uh, sharing. And if you yeah. want to look Every at day it, is a new opportunity. <laughs> and every moment is a... New chance. Joyce yeah. always forgets that line. 
Sorry guys, I'm not a really good tech but yeah, think, person. Consider, think, do. Yeah. And do over you and over and repeat. You are talking to the screen. Suddenly. I am, I am. I'm looking at them. Yeah, but if you're not watching at the video, then you are missing out over You will feel my energy nothing. Talk. <laughs> when I'm talking to you. Yeah. Do it. So thank you guys for sticking with us through all the episodes. What number are we at? Six. Yeah, the director says six. So we are glad you stuck with us for six episodes. We're glad that we stuck through this series. We might come series. back with a new series, with a new podcast. We, we might revisit know. this series. Maybe if um hundred people. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. If we get a hundred subscribers. No. <laughs> if we get a hundred listeners, then we might continue. Okay. But thank Joyce you guys. Joyce will go and like spam listen <laughs> on her own. Thank you guys for listening. And we hope that uh, it has blessed you as much as it has truly blessed us preparing for it. Bye, guys. We also want to especially oh. thank the theme, the, the team that was preparing the with team. us. The team, yeah. Throughout this show. Okay. Um, and that team yeah. comprises of some of your life group leaders. We want to thank the people who have made it possible through every Thursday we would discuss Yen, Brian, Brian, Abigail, Joel, yeah. Sean. Sean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to thank all our life group leaders or every single one of them for going through the training. Yes, your life group leaders like go through the training every time before they present it to you. And we want to thank Tyler for just doing this whole thing and building his Lego to make the awesome logo. <laughs> just everything you see. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Till the next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Welcome, Welcome to, to Pull It Together. Welcome to the Botox, is it? No hi, Ablaze. Ah. No hi, everyone. Is it hi, everyone? That's hi, yeah, everyone. there's no hi, Ablaze. There hi, is. Everyone. There's hi, everyone. We don't say Ablaze. Oh, we yeah, say yeah. to everyone because many everyone. people listen to our podcast. A okay. whopping 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One, two. Hi, hi everyone. everyone. Welcome, Welcome to. to Hello, what's going on? I didn't know you were going to do the two. One, two. Hi, Hi everyone. everyone. Welcome to. Welcome to Table Talks. Are you going to say it? We're going to hi everyone again. <laughs> okay.